Hi, everyone. So excited to be recording this episode. This is episode 50. Oh, I just saying it gets me like a little choked up and really excited in the spirit of it being episode 50 and it's the new year. Wanted to have a 50th episode celebration, ease into the new year with some light, fun content because let's be real, as much as we can prepare for the new year, it's still a new year. Some of us hopefully have gotten some rest by now. Some of us maybe not, and that's okay, but I am so excited that it's episode 50. Oh, this was my goal by the end of 2023. Life happens and sometimes pivots are needed, rest as well. So, you know, resting, recharging, being present was really important for me in December after what felt like a nonstop year, moving from New York to California, living with a partner for the first time, lots of life milestones in 2023, turning 30. So very grateful for all of them. But jumping right in, I was only one episode short, which I'm very proud of myself because getting to episode 49 was a feat in itself. And one episode can be like one week's worth of time between the editing, recording, while I'm juggling a full-time job and Marco, who my editor is. So I'm just very grateful and trying to find harmony, as Tracy Ellis Ross says. So that is something I was embracing, you know, since I heard it come from her in October. And I wanted to really start embracing it in 2023, not wait until 2024. So I pivoted. I did what I needed to do to still have content out, but also give myself and Marco a rest because we needed it, you know, and we deserved it. We did so much in, in 2023. He had lots of life milestones as well. I, we went through it together, but we both have our own journeys. So I'm happy to be back. I have officially recorded 25 solo episodes um, so that is awesome. I feel like I'm really coming into my own and I did love doing it with Rose and I miss her, but I also am so grateful that we still have a really strong friendship that lives outside of this podcast. So it was hard to pivot from doing it with a co-host to doing it solo, but I knew if I didn't push myself out of my comfort zone and give it an honest effort. I'd probably always wonder like if I could have done this on my own. And in speaking to Rose when, you know, she transitioned off, I obviously was super supportive because she's my friend first. But, you know, selfishly, I was like, I love doing this with you. And I am so grateful for her because she really gave me so much encouragement to, you know, do it on my own and reminded me like this was my baby and passion before you know she joined and offered her help and her support and her just great conversation so rose is doing great everybody she just celebrated a birthday and i love you so thank you for getting us here and for continuing to support as we enter 2024 it's gonna be an amazing year lean into it. I just, I'm bringing the positive energy because I'm like, why not? You know, 
life's pretty great. There's lots of lots of things that, you know, happen and we can dwell on, we as in me, but I'm choosing to practice gratitude more often. So leaning into it, I hope you're vibing with me. If not, I hope you get there because it's pretty great. To kick off the new year, I wanted to do a manifesting exercise. Another wouldn't it be nice if, if you are a frequent listener, if not, this is a manifesting exercise that I've been doing now monthly, usually at the start of the month to kick off the month, help inspire you to write down some potential goals, aspirations, things that you might want to bring to life and, you know, your reality. So here we go. For January, I wanted to take a look back at what I wrote down for November and December for my wouldn't it be nice ifs because what I'm realizing is it's important to finish manifesting things that are important to us. And sometimes we get caught up in the act of doing something that we don't always follow through with the things that maybe were important to us a month ago. Life happens. That's normal. You shouldn't like beat yourself up for that. But I wanted to take January as it's a fresh year to instead of adding things to this month, taking a look at December, what are things that were important to you? And if they're still important to you that you haven't checked off your list, because hopefully you wrote it down, but if if not, you know, try to go off memory and then write it down. Let's reprioritize the things that are important to us because we're human and life gets away from us sometimes, but that's the beauty of manifesting. There's not an always immediate result, but if you keep giving your energy and your thoughts and your time and taking baby steps, you'll get there. I can attest to that. I'm a manifesting guru, as I like to call myself with my family, <laughs> more so with my dad because he listens to the podcast on the regular. Marco jokes that he should run my fan club one day. We're not there yet, but you know, maybe you will. Who knows? I've been doing it for a few years now. I love it. I love talking about it. I love inspiring people to embrace it because back in the day when I was a skeptic, I still have a healthy amount of skepticism. But when I was like more skeptical, I used to think like manifesting, what is that? Like, no, not for me. People who manifest like aren't in touch with reality. I'm, I was like, I don't, I don't need that. And then as I let my guard down and open my perspective to new things, new people's opinions, listening when people talk, I realized, what do I have to lose? You know, I had been single for all of my 20s. I was in a transition job wise where I, you know, wanted I wanted to grow. I knew I was ready for the next level. There wasn't an opportunity there for me. I didn't want to wait. I had already been waiting. I wanted to push myself and also get a you know pay raise that I knew I was well deserved. And it can be hard to make decisions that aren't like necessary in your life to keep having a good life. But I like to really stay in tune with myself and true to myself because I feel like when I waver from that, that is when I feel a little off and 
there is more chaos in my life than harmony. So when I read this manifesting book that I've talked about, Ask and It Is Given, I learned all of these things that I had forgotten and all of these tools to manifest. And it was beautiful. And my life has changed so much since I started manifesting and really taking steps towards my personal growth and getting in touch and in tune with myself of what makes me happy and what fills me up and embracing that in a way where I don't feel selfish. Like it's okay to want to protect your energy and to have goals and aspirations outside of your nine to five job or outside of your, you know, friendships or relationships. Like, so I hope you enjoy this exercise for me. I actually ended up checking off a lot of things off of my list of wouldn't it be nice if from October, November. I am ambitious and often write down too many things on monthly manifesting. So that is a lesson that I've learned and I'm going to take into 2024. I'm still going to have multiple things, but maybe it doesn't need to be a list of 10. And, And if it is a list of 10, let me give it a second look to see if it feels feasible based on everything else I have going on. Because it can feel disheartening to like make a list and write things down. And then if you don't accomplish it, you're like, oh, you know, but you also have to stay true to yourself on what your bandwidth is. So as long as you're making baby steps, I think that is great. And baby steps are progress. I am going to be doing a lot of housekeeping things for the podcast this, I'm going to say quarter because some of them are a little time consuming, but I'm excited to excited I'm trying to be excited, actually. (laughs) I am excited to finally get a new outro done. That is something I've been wanting to do because I love hearing Rose's voice at the end of this episode every time. But I'm also like, you know, it's a new year and it's okay to change sometimes and to, you know, grow and push ourselves. So just some admin housekeeping things for the podcast, to be honest. And lining up speakers this year. There will be more content with interviews from other entrepreneurs, other people that are actively pursuing a passion and also juggling like a nine to five or, you know, just life. I want to bring content here to everyone that's listening weekly so you can feel more inspired and just learn hopefully more about life, Maybe it'll spark an interest in yourself. So just bringing you quality content that fills your cup up and gets you excited to take baby steps towards personal growth because I think growing can be fun and you can learn so much about yourself and others and new opportunities come with growth. So let's embrace the new year. If you manage to check all the boxes off and manifest everything that you had on your November, December, or October list. That is amazing. Make sure you give yourself a pat on the back, treat yourself to something nice, you know, that's gonna really like make you feel like you did, you did, you did a thing. You manifested. That's exciting. Manifesting is exciting and you should reward yourself. So if you still have things left on your list, congratulate yourself for taking baby steps to manifest and give yourself grace. And now you can make a fresh list for the new year of things that you might want to 
continue working at that you they just you know they got deprioritized it happens the holidays end of the year scramble that is a perfect segue into a moment of gratitude gratitude is something that i've been talking about for a minute now ever since i really listened to that podcast with oprah the super soul just something about oprah saying it i don't know subliminal messaging i'm fully accepting it and leaning into it and have really loved gratitude talking about it more sharing it inspiring others to do so journaling starting my gratitude journal is also on my list to do please join me if you'd like there are so many moments of gratitude in our day that can be overlooked i'm speaking from experience that i'm trying to normalize being grateful for small things and sharing that because why not you know so for me these are things that i am grateful for that I want to share gratitude for because I want to make sure that the people listening and honestly for myself too, I'm acknowledging the good things that I have in my life and inspiring others to do the same if you choose to. But I do think that the world could use some more gratitude. You know, there's there's so much going on and 2024 I feel like is going to be a year. I am actively approaching the year positively because I don't want to focus on all of the negative things, to be honest. I know that they're out there. Um, I know it's an election year, but there are still good things in the world. And I think hanging on to those is going to help us in this year to come, especially. So flowers, love flowers i haven't maybe because i was single and i didn't really buy myself flowers that often i would sometimes but i love flowers and since marco and i moved in together he unexpectedly brings me them sometimes and it is so nice i'm like do i like flowers more than i realize i do because when he brings me flowers i'm like okay like okay you know (laughs) i love it especially when it's my favorite flower. Sometimes he'll bring me flowers that aren't my favorite flower and that's totally fine too because they're usually really pretty flowers. So I think the gesture and the thought is is really what counts and that's what I'm grateful for that he does that on his own without me having to like ask, you know, it's so nice. Um, food, love food also, especially leftovers, food from my family, eating food with my family eating food with Marco, eating food with friends. I just love food and I love the shared bonding experiences over food. And I'm so excited to be home now because I'm definitely getting more food than before, you know, because I lived in New York and my family lived in California and people weren't like mailing me food. So it is so nice now. Sometimes my dad will text me and Marco and be like, I made this thing. I can come over tomorrow for dinner and we're like, yes, please. And then there's usually leftovers and I get to eat those for lunch the next day. It's magical. Here for it. Can't wait for 2024 to have more of it and appreciate everyone who's cooking and I'm eating. And I try to provide good vibes, wine or any sort of beverage that's needed. Um, Dessert. I do. I can, you know, I am a dessert queen, I, I think. So. I do. I am bringing things to this table as well. 
you know, it's just not usually the entrees or the main course. It's like apps, dessert, coffee. Sometimes Marco makes me coffee in the morning. He just does it when he goes back from the gym because usually he goes to the gym really early. I'm still laying in bed and then he'll come back and make coffee. And I have to wake up early for my nine to five. I live in California, but I work like East Coast ish hours. So I get up pretty early, earlier than I'm used to getting up, but I am getting used to it and liking it because I'm off earlier, which is nice. So working from home, I love working from home. It's not for everyone and that's okay, but I really love it partially probably because I spent my 20s and all of my work career really in New York City, like hustling and that hustle, height of the hustle culture and spent a lot of late nights at jobs and long days. So I learned a lot and had great experiences, but working from home is so nice because I feel like I'm still doing my job and I can do it in comfortable clothes and not having to wear makeup every day because I usually don't really wear that much makeup anyway. You like to look your best when you're going in the office. Like, let's be real. I didn't put makeup on because I don't think I'm pretty, but obviously do I like putting makeup on sometimes? Yes. So I just like that now I get to choose when I do that. I love that I get to just wear whatever I want with some parameters, but I love being in comfy clothes and I love getting to do laundry in between a meeting or run a quick errand at the end of my day and get there like a little quicker because it might be near me and I don't have to like commute somewhere to commute somewhere. Lots of things. I do miss the in-person interaction sometimes, but I am on a lot of video calls. So it is nice when I just get some chill time. And I'm sure there's many more things that I could think of, but those are some things. Family is huge. You know, the emotional support, laughs, love, Marco's family included. I am so grateful for them this year. They have been instrumental in me moving from New York to California and not feeling like totally like a fish out of water. So very grateful for everyone. And I'm very lucky to have a great family. Like I know not everyone has a big family or even a family. And for a lot of years, my friends were my family when I was in New York because my friends, you know, were close. If I was having a hard day or needed a shoulder to cry on or, you know, had needed some on the spot dating advice or some shit, they were there. And because of the time difference, sometimes with my family and everyone, you know, 3000 miles is a far, there's a distance there. It's very doable to keep in touch with your family still, but balancing hustle culture and all that, my friends became my family and now I have my family close to me and it's so great. I am trying to appreciate the people in my life more because I'm so grateful for them. I think the move has made me really reminisce and introspective of like my life and things that keep me like zen and balanced and sane (laughs) and happy, like things that bring joy in my life. So I 
I'm so grateful for my friends. I feel like a lot of them are in different places, New York, Hawaii, some in California. They're scattered all over the place, but grateful for you and my relationship. I didn't intentionally mean to talk about Marco this much in this episode. I try to keep it focused on me because while I am in a relationship, I am more than my relationship. Being single for 10 years helped me get really in touch with myself and comfortable with myself and comfortable with my life being about me, you know, and my friends or my job, but just like not about a boy. I don't know if it's a woman thing where people are like, you know, once you're in a relationship, they're like, oh, so-and-so's girlfriend or just even like, do you have a boyfriend yet? Like relationships being this thing that like gives you some sort of like status or you're doing okay in life or, you know, and I love my relationship, but there is more to life. And I want this space to feel like anyone who's listening can feel that way because personal growth starts with yourself. That uh, mic drop, that's personal growth starts with yourself. So on that note, very grateful for my relationship, rubbing off on your partner. (laughs) Uh, Grateful for that because Marco brought me some macaroons brought us some macaroons from Trader Joe's randomly after work one day and I was like who is this before me he he had never eaten a macaron and now uh he's bringing them home after work and I'm like okay (laughs) I can get used to this so please like keep it coming but that also is a testament to his open-mindedness and willingness to grow And I love that because I feel like I'm also growing and we're rubbing off on each other in little ways, you know, like doing unexpected small things. I try to do that for him sometimes and even to other people without expecting a thank you because it does feel nice to like bring some joy into someone's day, especially saying thank you for little things. He and I do that a lot and I really, I really love that because it's so easy to just do things and get in a routine and then the other person maybe feel like, oh, you know, you're supposed to do this thing because like you've been doing this thing. It's like, no, (laughs) we make active choices to do things. And while I don't think anyone needs to be thanked for every single thing, I do think that it feels nice to be thanked for little things, especially when you're in a relationship and you are, you know, at that point where you're, you know, in love, you're living together. There's a routine that you've fallen in and it's easy to just lean on that routine and maybe not practice as much like gratitude and appreciation and not here to yuck anyone's yum. I think that's the saying. Not here to judge anyone. I just think personally, I am grateful that Marco is so great at saying thank you. I feel like I've learned, I've definitely picked that up from him more. And I am excited to continue learning and growing together in this new year and learning to let little things go because it's not that serious. Like Marco's dirty sink. Luckily, we have two. But if we didn't, I'd figure it out. Just it, 
learning to grow and embrace growth and letting it be easy. So I'm so happy to continue the podcast for the rest of the year. And to finish us out, I wanted to share podcasts that I listened to that really made an impact in my personal growth journey, also just growth when I was single and looking to grow and work on myself and then eventually get into a relationship because I had been single for so long, but in my manifesting journey, learned that I wasn't always being intentional with who I was dating. And that led to me dating a lot of people, which was great to date a lot of people, but also dating people that weren't compatible with me, looking for the same things. I hope you open your mind, try to listen to one of these podcasts, highly recommend them. I narrowed it down to 10, which I feel like is still a lot to give a variety to everyone that's listening. I love them all and will continue to share podcasts that I listen to because I think it's important that we share knowledge, especially great knowledge that brings good things into our life. So Girls Gotta Eat, Giggly Squad, The Creative Edition, The Gold Digger Podcast, The Vial Files, Super Soul with Oprah, We Met at Acme, The School of Greatness, Your Unpaid Therapist, and Online Marketing Made Easy with Amy Porterfield. Those are all podcasts that I listen to, some more regularly than others, but all of them have impacted me in so many ways from learning more about like my own body and being more sex positive to just shooting the shit and knowing more about pop culture and laughing, lots of dating advice, personal growth, relationship advice, new perspectives on how to learn and look at life and approach, you know, growth. So I hope that you enjoy them and things I'm excited for in 2024. Getting to episode 100 sounds aggressive in hearing it because we're at episode 50, but it's the beginning of the year. So it's definitely doable. Growing this community of listeners, I just want to help other people who are listening feel more empowered to embrace personal growth, help you bring to life your passions, dreams, things that you maybe feel are not realistic. Um, You can do it. You really can. It takes effort and action, but it's doable. So let's stick together and manifest our ideal lives. Interviewing other creators that's finally in the works. I'm so excited to give more updates soon. One of my best friends is getting married and I can't wait for that. Um, Visiting New York City and maybe Chicago. I would love to go back to New York at some point in 2024. It just needs to happen. Even if it's for a weekend, I want to see my friends. I just love New York. So visiting Mexico with Marco's family that is happening 
I'm super excited. Marco's family does this trip every year because his grandpa lives in Mexico and he's older and they all go out and celebrate his birthday. And I am going to go this year. I'm super excited. Marco is going to, and I'm going to meet a lot of his family that I haven't met because some of them live in Mexico and also get to see a family that live in Chicago because they go too. So very excited. I need to start practicing my Spanish more. My aunt is also visiting from Germany. She's supposed to be visiting. So I'm hoping as she's listening to this, this, this really solidifies it, but <laughs> she's supposed to be visiting from Germany this summer. And it's been a minute since she's been in the States. So super excited to get the whole family together and have some, you know, make some great memories. Finishing out 30 and continuing to thrive. I, you know, enough said. I mean, 30 and thriving is my motto right now. I am living for it. I am fully embracing being 30 and looking like I'm in my early 20s. It's it's wonderful. Not just trying to toot my own horn, but multiple times recently, people have asked me, like, ask me, Marco, how old we are, thinking, I think, I guess we're younger, and it just feels so good to say that I'm 30. So a little bit of the vanity talking, let's be real, because who doesn't want to look younger now nowadays? I mean, I don't, you know, I'm not doing any, like, Botox or anything like that. So the fact that this is all natural, I'm appreciating. Venturing into new ways to continue to grow my revenue and like having multiple revenue streams other than my nine to five job is something I'm super excited for in 2024 as well. In 2023, I got a financial manager thanks to a friend who recommended him and had been, you know, working with him. And he's been great. You know, I opened up a Roth IRA, I rebalanced my 401k, I invested in stocks. I'm making baby steps and already seeing results. Very proud of myself because financial literacy is something I want to be like better at because I want to work smarter and harder in general in life. And I don't want to work forever. Like, or at least I want to work with a European mindset. I just want to be on that. I feel like I'm European at art because I'm like, why America? Like, love this whole American dream, but must we? Like, must we set such strict parameters on how many days we work and what the hours are and just let's keep this on a positive note. That being said, revenue streams, very excited about it. Something I didn't think about a couple years ago, but again, meeting new people, opening your mind to, you know, new conversations, new perspectives. I've learned a lot and I'm like, no turning back and bring them on. Um, and speaking of that, I am going to be doing Monate. I don't know if you are familiar with it, but and I will talk about it more in future episodes to come. Essentially, I have a friend who has been doing this for a few years and her why was to be a present mom. And she started working on it during COVID because she was a teacher. And I also don't want to butcher her story. So I'm going to keep it short, but she started using the products, you know, documenting her own hair journey and has able to build a business from that. And luckily through working with Monet because they have market partner opportunities. So I have signed up for that. I am very excited. 
to be focusing more on my self-care and also expanding my revenue streams through this. You know, as Amy Porterfield says, and I have said on this podcast, I'm really trying to embrace letting it be easy. And this serendipitously makes so much sense for me right now because I am trying to push myself as a content creator and staying true to myself while also practicing self-care and getting my hair to its best state possible through these products that are clean. They don't have like super harsh chemicals in them. I've already tested them. My friend let me borrow some to see how I liked them before I signed up. And from the first wash, I could feel in my hair afterwards, like it just felt better. And I already used clean products. I've been using them for years. So, and I don't dye my hair. So my hair is pretty healthy to begin with, but I tried some products. Marco actually mentioned one time, he was like, your hair. (laughs) The fact that he said something because he's a guy and he does notice things, but the fact that he also noticed, I was like, hmm. So more to come, but I'm very excited to be starting this journey. And I will be talking about it on the podcast here and there, you know, when it makes sense. I really like Monate because I love my hair to begin with already and would love for it to, you know, look and feel even better and be its be at its healthiest and also helping other people look feel their best and look their best. And the fact that I can do that as a market partner and make money from it is a plus for me because my why at the end of the day is to also be a present mom one day and to just be able to have freedom with my time and my money and money only because in today's day and age, you know, money makes the world go around, but money in a sense of, I just want to be able to like, go on vacation somewhere and have the time to do that. And I am fully leaning in to being an entrepreneur. I love my nine to five. I'm so grateful for it. But I just hope one day that when I do have a family, I have more freedom with my time. So very excited to start this journey. We'll see where it goes. And if you're interested at all in learning more about it, hit me up on Instagram. My personal handle is in the show notes. I would love to talk to you about it. And here's to a great year. Thank you so much for listening. I love you all and talk soon. Music and editing done by Marco. You can find him at midnight, M-I-D-N-I-T-E underscore mind eight zero on Instagram for more of his work.